Hey, I'm Lauren McMullen, and I can't even tell you how excited I am that you're joining me today. All you need to join in on this journey is the willingness to open your mind to new perspectives. This podcast is a place for learning through the experience of listening to other stories, for bringing us together, for being empowered, for acceptance of yourself and others. For the business-minded, the spiritual, the fun-loving, the silly. In other words, you. Come along with me on this path of self-awareness and love. There is no better time than now. So welcome to Soul Radiant Radio. Hello and welcome back once again to Soul Radiant Radio. I'm so excited today because I have been playing a little bit of tag on our schedules uh, with (laughs) Ray Don John and we've been connecting for over a month now, kind of going back trying to um, get this on the schedule, get her on the podcast and she is a spiritual enthusiast, a meditation guide and a yoga instructor and and a mama, which is really important. So we're going to talk all about that. Thank you so much for being here and welcome, Ray Dawn. Thank you, Lauren. I'm grateful to be sharing space with you today. Yay, I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) This has been a little while coming. We finally got our acts together on our schedules. That's what happens with mamas, though. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And divine timing. I believe in divine timing. Now it's the right time. (laughs) It's the right time. It is the right time. So I would love it if you could tell our listeners who you are, where you're from, a little bit about, you know, you and what you do. Great. Well, my name is Radon John, as Lauren mentioned. I am an island girl. Um, I reign from the beautiful Caribbean island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, but I reside with my family, my little family, my husband and my son in St. Kitts and Nevis. Um, We've been living here for the last three years. And that's when my spiritual journey commenced um, three years ago, to be exact. I think, yeah, June. Yeah. Three years ago this month, um, um, my spiritual journey commenced. And I've just been uh, delving deeper into rediscovering myself, um, uh, led on to meditation, then got into yoga, and I'm continuing to expand. There's so much um, more to me, and I hope you find out more as we continue to speak. <laughs> Of course, yes. we're going to ask you all sorts of stuff. Um, be prepared. Uh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that you're an island girl. I have not been to St. Kitts yet, but it is on my list. So when I make it there, yeah, I'll be you calling you up like, hey, where are you? You have to have a happy hour. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll pick you up from the airport. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to happy hour. I love it. See, this is why I love the internet, the social connection we can make. <laughs> All over the world. I love it. Correct. Oh my goodness. So, um, so you said you started your spiritual journey about three years ago. Was there any sort that of is event? Correct. Was there any sort of event that happened that kind of sent you down the path, or did you just wake up one day and like I'm going to check out meditation, or yeah, like what's the story behind <laughs> that? <laughs> um, most definitely, um, there was an event that happened in my life. Um, it was a low period. Um, it was very dark. I felt lost. I was going through some personal stuff um, within my relationship. And I just felt like, no, there just has to be more to life than what I'm experiencing. And I got into books. And anybody that knew me prior, past tense, I, I was never really into books. And I started to read books. And then I noticed a genre change. I got more into self-help because I wanted to figure out a way from the turmoil I was feeling within. And I wanted to change my reality. I was never familiar with the ability to change my reality, but something within me kind of spoke and was like, you got this. Um, So the first book I really got into was Marianne Williamson, Return to Love. Mm -hmm. That started everything for me. Um, I read that book because it's a reference to A Course in Miracles, which I have not touched because I've heard that you really have to be prepared to touch that. Yeah. I just know that it's like a million pages long and I'm like, not quite on that level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I usually, for books, I usually gravitate, well, I'm intuitively gu- guided. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not pulled to it, and I have not been pulled to that book as yet, I won't yeah. touch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. think my first um, book around spirituality was actually um, Louise Hayes' You Can Heal Your Life. Yes, and yes. It was just kind of like you were saying, like you didn't even realize that there's things you can do for yourself with that, like not medically, not any sort of like craziness, just like in changing your belief system and yeah, changing yeah. your mindset and um, what you believe to be true. You can completely change your life. You can heal a lot of things. Exactly. Just oh, by yes. having, you know, letting go of the toxicity of a negative mindset you know, always looking mm-hmm. at, you know, the worst case scenario. And um, so, yeah, I, I completely get what you're saying there. It's like, oh my gosh, there's this whole other world that exists that I've been so blind and like my eyes yeah. are or I've been so narrow-mindedly working my way through this world uh, when yeah. it comes to spirituality and then that kind of stuff. So yeah, it was definitely a big eye opener for me. Um, that feeling within that something was missing, but it wasn't missing like I've never been there before. It's mm-hmm. like a rediscovery, so to yeah. speak. And I touched that book, and I read that book. Um, it was like I, I, it was the only thing I was reading at the time, and I was like, wow, these concepts are really interesting. But what was surprising to me, they didn't seem strange. You know, sometimes when you pick something up, you're like, oh, no, this is too spooky. Or this is just, I'm getting a weird vibe. It resonated. It was like, "Hmm, this is home. It's like, yeah, your your soul knew immediately. Like, finally, she's picking up the stuff I've been trying to tell her. Yeah. (laughs) You know, know, that happens. I mean, everybody's story is different. And when you posed the question to me, um, when you said, you know, if it's just one day I woke up and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be awakened. Mm -hmm. Everybody's story is different because there are stories like that. Not everybody needs to go through a traumatizing right. event right. or, you know, a difficult situation. There are people who just wake up and, hey, whoa, you know, yeah. time to get cracking. I even feel like um, with the spiritual awakening in that way, we all kind of had this dark period before it. And it's not that that period was necessarily that dark. It's just that yeah. once your eyes are open to the possibility it's so much better that it's like, well, I was, I thought I was like, I look back at my story all the time and I was like, I thought I was happy. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, I didn't even know what happiness was. I didn't realize the abundance that could come into my life, the way I could create it and design it and shape my own reality and my own world. So I think a lot of times there's that, yeah, there's that idea of like, oh, well, it was a bit of a dark time, even if there wasn't really this negative event. It's just a matter of, yeah. I was in the dark because I wasn't allowing the light to come into my life at that point. I didn't know exactly. about it. Exactly. A friend of mine recently, just to touch on what you said, a friend of mine recently said, we were talking about, you know, my move to St. Kids, etc. And she said to me, but you have to realize, Radon, when it was your time, it would be your time no matter where you were. You could be in, I don't know, Alaska. Mm-hmm. If it is the time um for you to awaken and you know get back in touch with your true self it's going to happen so sometimes because i know and i've seen it there are people who would go through um devastating circumstances that really shake them to the core but it does nothing for them and there's nothing wrong i just want to put that disclaimer Mm -hmm. everybody's time and everybody's path and journey it's completely different you know no two journeys look the same um so i've seen people you know and they've not come on to the spiritual path, which is perfectly fine. It's just not your time. Because I've heard persons ask me before, you know, so how can I become like you? I don't want you to become like me. I want you to trust in your process, trust in your journey, and trust me when the universe, when God, whatever you deem, you know, the power above Mm -hmm. um, to... Who, they want your attention, they're going to get it. Absolutely. It could be a traumatizing event. It could be waking up and just looking at a pretty sunflower and being like, wow, you know, yeah. it's time for me to get back to my true self. So I don't want people to feel like 
you have to go through anything traumatizing. Everybody's path is different and you just have to embrace it. Yeah. For me, honestly, I didn't have anything traumatizing happen. (laughs) It's just that all of a sudden everything I had been doing didn't work any longer. And it was like, Mm -hmm. what the heck? just happened. (laughs) Why isn't this working? I was just trying to force it and push it and nothing Mm -hmm. was working the way it used to. And it was what in the hell is going on here? Like I just, ah, what do I do? You know? And at that point it was, it was, you know, and I believe that the universe, they, it it intervenes in divine (laughs) timing. Like you said, you know, sometimes it's like they, they just start with throwing little pebbles at you, little nudges, you know, and then eventually if you're not paying attention and you're still ignoring it, it's going to throw a boulder in your path. Yeah, like whether exactly. It's, whether it's through some sort of trauma that happens or whether yeah. it's through, oh, I'm just going to make everything you tried to do in your life not work right now so that you have to yeah. sit back and realize like, all right, I need to go within and figure this out because yeah. – when that happens, I mean, it is almost, I guess in a, in a way it was a little bit traumatizing because I'm like, what? Everything I know to be true yeah, is no, not it true is. any longer. You know, you're like, you're just like the rug is ripped out from underneath your feet a bit and you're like, exactly. okay, now how am I going to handle this? And I've always, it's like, you have to change your direction mentally yeah. and like think about like, so you mean to say to me, the things I've been doing are not working. So what do I do now? So you have to literally pause and reflect. And as you said, go within. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I've always thought of myself and I, I think other people would say this too, that had known me personally is like, I've always really been a bit of like an eternal optimist. So even when quote unquote bad things would happen, I'm constantly like, okay, well, what's the reason then? What's the reason that happened? What, you know, what do I have to do to make this better? Why did that happen? It must have happened for a reason. You know, I believe everything. Like a cause and effect kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I believe yeah. the biggest mistakes, if that's what you want to call them, or the biggest bad things that are going to happen, which I don't like any of those words, are true yeah. lessons or they're, it's, it's the universe putting a roadblock so that you have to change your direction because you're not any longer on the correct path. <laughs> exactly. And they've done everything in their power to get your attention and they're still trying and Sometimes, um, as I said, for some people, I guess it's just not your time, but sometimes it hits and then you just see things differently and then you don't want to go back. (laughs) Right. Like there's never a point where you're like, I just want to go back to the old way. I mean, well, maybe someday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's be honest here. Some days there are times (laughs) when the universe is challenging the hell out of you and you were just like, I wish I was just asleep to this and go back. I want to not be aware. (laughs) But at the same time, you're like, I want to go back to when my eyes were closed. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to close my eyes and pretend this isn't happening. If that does not work, (laughs) that does not work. No, I can. It takes totally relate to that. I totally relate to that. You know, it takes quite a bit of courage to walk this journey and walk the path of, uh, you know, a spiritually. Uh, led life or heart led life. I think it, it really takes courage. It takes a lot of um, a lot of time with yourself, which obviously you got really into meditation. I want to hear more about that. Um, but I, I think that is a that's a big deal for a lot of people. So how did you like get into your meditation? What do you do? How do you kind of lead people through that? Um, I I'm trying to remember how exactly I started. It just feels like it, it just became second nature. Well, uh, okay, let's be honest. <laughs> it was second nature initially. Um, when I started, I, if I, I want to pinpoint the time or like a book or like a program I saw that said, okay, let's meditate. I don't remember exactly. I just remember getting into it. And it was hard. Yes. Um, yeah, it was definitely hard. I knew I needed to do it because my mind was in constant chatter mode. Like I would lay on the bed, Lauren, and it's bedtime. And my mind was just like wired. Like, you know, you just gave it coffee yeah. and it's just going, 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 going. And I'm like, no, 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 this is not healthy because it was driving me crazy. And I got into meditation and I sat down. I was like, all right, let's just give a go at this. Yeah. It sounds I can easy. do this. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, um, anyone 
anyone can do it. Your first few tries, it's going to test you. And I think that's all part of the process. Yeah. So um, I'm there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down. And I already had a morning routine. And it starts with creating a spiritual routine or a routine if you don't want to dub it spiritual. Just a routine. So I would get up in the morning and I will sit in um, a chair in my house on the veranda sorry mm-hmm. and the birds it was like very scenic the birds were chirping away the trees were blowing and I would sit there and I would pray and then I would probably read a few devotions etc mm-hmm. and then when meditation became a part of my life I threw that in the mix as well so my first future I sorry I sat I'm like okay let's do this let's get this mind like quiet Mm-hmm. And I sat down there and I was like, oh my God, what am I cooking for lunch today? Um, <laughs> whoa, maybe I should go to the beach today. My dog might like going to the beach this evening. Mm-hmm. Hmm, I wonder if that comment I made yesterday to one of my friends, what did it rub on the wrong way? My <laughs> mind yes. was just going crazy. But it's also because I had an expectation. Um, mm. You're never going to not have thoughts. It's impossible for you just, uh, you have moments. But it's just impossible for you not to have thoughts. You're going to have thoughts. The trick is welcome the thoughts, thank them, and then you can release them. Um, Something I started to do because my thoughts were really getting out of hand. So I would say, okay, what am I cooking today? And I would give it, I would place that thought, I should say, in a balloon, label the balloon purple, and I'll be like, thank you. And I'll let it go. And I'll just try to refocus my attention back to um, back to just kind of grounding whatever my purpose is. Because everybody's purpose for doing meditation is different. I started because I needed my mind to just quiet. And it did work. Um, it took a lot of practice. And I don't want to say practice because I don't want it to seem like a task. Yeah, It should be something you enjoy. If you're doing something that you're not enjoying, then don't do it. Because it's not going to reap any, you know, benefits. Um, so I did it and I've, I had different experiences. You know, um, I started, I'll, if you don't mind me sharing this story. Go right um, when, just before I found out I was pregnant, I would meditate. And I, I don't want to say mastered, but I became better at meditating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my meditations, I'll see different things sometimes, you know, it varies. And I just started to see this image of a baby. And I'm just like, what is this? I was like, okay, cool. Then I went to yoga when I was just practicing yoga. Mm -hmm. As a student, I went and then I was closing my eyes. One of the techniques called for you to close your eyes and center. Mm -hmm. And, you know, basically meditate. And I kept seeing this baby, but, you know, not any particular features or characteristics etc and then hmm, that was the friday on the sunday i found out i was pregnant (laughs) no you know while i thought well whose baby is this whose baby is playing my mind what does this baby need to say yeah but i was channeling (laughs) my baby yeah and i wasn't just i wasn't cognizant like he was trying to reach out to me um, let me know he was around, but I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> nope, not having it. I don't, I can't make sense of it. So mm-hmm. with meditation, your purpose, we all have different things we want from life. I started with mind chatter. My mind was just going crazy and it just kind of evolved, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can tell you, I still struggle with meditation. Yeah. (laughs) It is not, it sounds very, very easy. Like let's sit down and close our eyes and concentrate on our breathing. But when you have thoughts constantly like zipping through your head, like you said, you were trying to do it to, to calm your mind a little bit and to like Mm -hmm. ease some of that chatter. Mm -hmm. It is, it, it feels like torture sometimes when you have that much going on and you're just trying to sit still and be with yourself like that does not sound fun you know for someone whose mind is racing with a million and a half thoughts all the time 
Yeah. Um, and it's why I said to you um, before we mm-hmm. communicated like this, um, one of the best gifts you can give to yourself is isolation. Yeah. Um, you need community. That is a fact. You need people around you. You need that love. You need that support. By nature, that's what we need as humans. Mm-hmm. But one of the best gifts you can give to yourself is isolation because it teaches you how to be with yourself, how to be with these thoughts, good, the bad, the ugly. Um, it teaches you things about yourself you you weren't even aware of. And um, I still struggle from time to time, especially if I'm not centered and I'm like, okay, I'm going to meditate. And my body is just not with it. Yeah. I would just be there like, oh my God, is five minutes gone yet? So it's not, it's how long have I been sitting about, here? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's two minutes. No way. This felt like 15 whole minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to start and mm-hmm. you just have to be willing to continue trying. I haven't mastered the art. I don't think I'll ever master the art because I'm a student. I always want to be a student of learning and I want to continue to learn how to meditate. So I don't want people to think like, oh yeah, well, she's a meditation guy. So she has it down pat. No, I have no. my days when you, you just do, like you said. Really good tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some really good tips. And I can tell, help you to maneuver when it's hard. But yeah. I, I, I struggle, just as you said, to sit down and, you know, be with your thoughts. It's not the easiest thing to do. And sometimes we're always so much in a rush. It's like, okay, if five minutes done yet, I have to go do the dishes. Or if five minutes done yet, I have to go do errands. Or if five minutes right. done yet, the baby might be up soon. You know, there's yeah. so many things that go through your mind. Yeah. I mean, and I think meditation is a really good thing to help us come back to the present moment. Because a lot of times anxiety, we're worried. We, all of our anxiety and worry is caused by our mind being in the future, as far as I'm concerned, most or of the time. The past. We're thinking yeah. of all of the things that are possibly going to happen that haven't happened yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think I'm constantly saying this to my husband all the time. Like, why are you speculating that this, this, and this is going to happen we haven't even taken three steps towards that idea yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's come back to the present moment and like what we're just trying to say, okay, we're going to do this in two minutes. Like we're going to do this yeah. in 10 minutes. Um, I noticed with him a little bit, like I'll come home and the car door is open uh, on his car or like the cabinets in the kitchen are open or whatever. And I'm like, you are always 150 steps ahead of where you're at. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't even realize like, oh, I left my car door open or, oh, I forgot where I put my keys or like just little things like that. And it, it's yeah. really easy to get away from us when our mind is so far ahead. So yeah. I think meditation and practicing meditation is a really good way of like bringing us back to a center, bringing us back to ourselves mm-hmm. and bringing us back to that present moment where we can mm-hmm. kind of refocus and recenter ourselves again so that, especially if you're doing it first thing in the morning, I would assume that it really sets your day. Mm-hmm. Such a balanced, even way. Like you're just you're just starting with the best of intentions. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, I was thinking while you were speaking um, when you said bringing back to the present moment. I was looking at this documentary on Netflix, and I wish I remembered the name right now so I could share with your viewers. Yeah. Um, but when I do, I'll just send you a note. So yeah, you could let just me know. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, at this um, institution where monks and everything are they there is a gong so there's like a bell Mm -hmm. and they hit it every 15 minutes so you literally stop everything you're doing and you bring yourself back to that moment oh my goodness and yeah and I've been trying (laughs) to trying to (laughs) practice this because it's so easy to get caught up with all our, our world and what's going on you know not all of us have the opportunity to sit some of us yeah. really have to hustle and bustle in life and um, it may not be healthy, but it's just a reality and you can't condemn people for not able to carve the time out. You know, everybody's priorities are different and when it's meant to be where they need to do, you know, meditation or whatever, it could happen. And I want your viewers to know meditation doesn't have to be just, you know, sitting down, crossing your legs and closing your eyes. Um, that little tip I shared that I saw on the documentary on Netflix, stop, set your alarm on your phone every 10 minutes, 15, half an hour, whatever works for you. And just bring yourself back to this moment and be grateful 
for this moment, no matter what is going on. Um, shower meditation, like you see this all the time. Shower meditation, I see it um, passing along on social media. It's a perfect way to bring yourself back. Just in, in, enjoy the moment of taking a shower, the water running on your body, you know, and just like cleansing yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, sorry. No, that's okay. I was <laughs> yeah. going to say, so, one of my favorite ways of meditating that actually helps me the most, I think, because of my active mind, because not everyone, like you said, can just sit down and do yeah. that. And I think with the way some of our minds are actually set up, driving my car is actually the time that I meditate the best because mm -hmm. it's like my active brain has something to pay attention to. I have to pay attention to the road. <laughs> I have to make sure I get there safely, but I can yeah. let my mind just drift and wander and mm -hmm. it does its own thing. And I get all sorts of inspired actions to come through exactly. when I'm driving my car or when I'm out for a walk just by mm -hmm. myself in the like silent, just walking around. That to me is a really good way for me to meditate. And so mm -hmm. for those people out there who are like, yeah, I tried that sitting down thing. It was not happening. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Some of us actually need to be active. I tell my clients all the time, I can tell mm -hmm. through their human design, like you're someone who needs to actually be active and it's really hard to clear your mind. So try kickboxing, try yeah. exercise meditation because you're like exercising and doing something with your body. You need to move your body and that's when your mind yeah. will clear because it's concentrating on whatever you're having to do with your body, but your mind can exactly. Wander. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so it's just offering to people. I think a lot of people shy away from making meditation part of their practice or their daily routine because they feel like it's another task. And I can understand, you know, not everybody is prepared or equipped for sitting down and stilling their mind. There's so many different ways, the ways that you've suggested, the ways that I've suggested. There's chanting meditation. Mm -hmm. There's visualization meditation. Mm -hmm. You could be going for an evening stroll and, you know, just start visualizing the things that you like in your life. If you know, there's so many ways to do visualization and meditation, depending on what the purpose is. Um, there's mantra meditation, which is basically affirmation. Yeah. Um, I am at ease. I am relaxed. And you don't have to be seated to do that. You can just walk around, float mm -hmm. around. You're at the supermarket. Say, say some affirmations. And you don't have to have affirmations that radon use or Lauren uses yeah. it could be your own formulate your own words yeah and these are ways of meditation praying is meditation mm -hmm. um looking at nature is meditation listening to music that moves your soul is meditation so that. don't mm -hmm. have the opinion um or the belief i should say that meditation you just need to sit and close your eyes and you know say um or whatever it is <laughs> it's so many different ways um, what works for me and what works for Lauren may not work for you. You just have to find your path. And um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I'm trying to get the name for you. I was listening to a podcast, and the road to enlightenment is different for everybody. Yes. You know, if that's your goal, it's different. Um, you might be lucky. Lauren and I, Lauren and I sorry, may be... Um, on the same path, doing the same techniques, but then that may be different for you. So just be easy on yourself and just go with it and see what works best for you. Absolutely. I love yeah. that we have just talked about so many different ways to meditate because I feel like a lot of times we do assume that meditation is really just sitting down and being quiet or even, um, you know what I mean? Like just doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I just love that we just brought all of these different ways out here because I don't want anyone to feel as if, oh my gosh, I'm doing it wrong. Um, I don't think there's a wrong way of really doing anything. I think it has to, um, you really have to give it your own way or see there's a trial and error with things or, you know, just see what works best for you, like you said. All right. So you also have, or you've become, or are you still training? Uh, um, a yoga instructor. Yes, I am halfway completed. So I will be officially certified in a few weeks. That's yeah. amazing. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So talk a little bit about yoga for you, like what it means to you, because I know 
for everyone, it's like sometimes just showing up on your mat is enough, you know, just yeah. being there. Um, but I'd love for you to talk about kind of what yoga means to you and, and how you fell in love with yoga and, and how, it, how it helps in your journey as well. Okay. So yoga to me, it's all part of my spiritual practice. Um, and I say this because um, it's the movement of the body for two reasons. It's movement of your body, but more importantly, it is the movement of energy to your body. I, I don't think people realize like how constricted or blocked energy can get if we just remain still all the time. And that's why sometimes, you know, you'll see these, um, popular quotes saying that, you know, if you feel stuck or if you just get up and dance, and that is basically what yoga is doing. It's moving constricted or blocked energy. Mm -hmm. um, when I started my yoga teacher training, I didn't realize how spiritual yoga was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am so happy. Because at that time, when I started this training, I kept, you know, having conversations in my spiritual practice and saying, you know, I really, I really want more spiritually. I want to figure out how to expand spiritually. And then um, it was suggested after, well, that's a back end story, but it was suggested <laughs> I get into yoga. Uh -huh. And um, the moment I stepped into it, I loved it. I'm still, to be honest, trying to get very familiar with, not familiar, um, create a happy marriage between my body and having to do the postures. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because I know that's a block for some people as well, you know, who um, they don't want to necessarily get very physical. Um, and yoga is a physical practice, but it's physical and spiritual. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was so grateful when I figured out that they tie in together so well. Um, there are different types of yoga. Um, so for the people that are worried that, oh my God, I don't want to be doing, um, Ashtanga yoga. That is very, you know, mm, mm, mm. you have yin yoga, you have restorative yoga where you can kind of just ease and flow with life. Um, so yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. There's. I, um, I guess I started doing some yoga over the past, I guess it's been more than a year now. Mm -hmm. I do not have an everyday yoga practice. I am not good about having a routine with it, but I just started with the beginners class. It was like a six week series and I made sure I made it every single class. You know, it was once a week for six weeks. And how was that for you? I really liked the fact that I had something to commit to going. Like I spent the money. So I was like, I'm going to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it definitely felt good at the end. You know, Shavasana is my favorite pose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just about everyone though. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody I loves that. So yeah, I like... just lay here and be, um, <laughs> in some ways being in the class was really helpful because it's, it really taught me how to let go of feeling judged. Not necessarily that I was being judged, but I feel like That's that was a, a big, point. yeah, that was such a big deal with why I didn't, like I wouldn't necessarily go to a gym all the time or go to other yoga classes or classes of things that I wanted to do to move my body because I felt like, well, if I don't know it, then they're going to look at me like I'm going to look stupid and they're going to be judging me. Like, who does she think mm -hmm. she is? Why is she here? And I think I was really able to kind of step into that space because I was on a spiritual journey of like, I don't care if I can't do it exactly correct. Like, if that's not the point. I'm here to be with myself and I'm here for myself to take care of myself. It, it's a very... Um, is a way of loving yourself is to yeah. your body, you know? And I finally got to the point where I was like, I'm not embarrassed to go in there feeling like just because I don't know anything about it that I can't participate. It also helps having a studio that makes you feel very welcome. Yeah. You know, and an instructor that yeah. makes you feel very welcome and that it doesn't matter if you you know, I got to a point where I was like trying really advanced moves and I would have never tried that in front of other people. I would have needed to go home first, but yeah. <laughs> I got to a point where I felt like, well, I can try these challenging moves. And if my body doesn't want to work that way, that it's okay for me to just go back into child's pose for a few minutes. Like 
I'm just proud that I actually made it to this class because that's commitment right there showing up. And then mm -hmm. like that, my, my body is on this mat mm -hmm. and I can be thankful for that today. You know, yeah. I'm yeah. grateful for the little steps that I made. And I found that I really did increase like my flexibility in that six week time, even just doing it once a week. Yeah. Um, and my strength, you know, like my wrists would kill me at the beginning. I was like, my wrists hurt so bad. Am I doing it wrong? And they're like, you're just strengthening your wrists because you're not using them to hold your body weight normally. Exactly. So, exactly. You know, I found that there's a lot of good things that came out of even just doing the short six week. And in fact, then they had another one later on and I did that one too, mm -hmm. you know, just because I was like, well, it's another beginner course. I'm, I'm totally okay with not really knowing what I'm doing, but just going and being guided and just moving my body. Um, and now talking about it, I'm like, I need to, I need to do more of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't we all, even me, I'm, um, I'm in the process of becoming certified. I still need to do more. My mentor, um, lovely lady, Sonia, um, she, she pulled me up today and she was like, yeah, you need to get more physical. But I think, um, there's a misconception with yoga. Um, there's so many beautiful benefits and it's not just physical. Mm -hmm. Sometimes depending on a particular posture you get, uh, I, and I'll share a story. I remember once, um, before I started teaching, I was in this posture and it was the simplest of postures, but it was a hip opener and hip openers are mm. known to usually any old wounds, any emotions you have, it's going to come out. So Lauren, I'm in there in this posture and I just start crying. I'm just like, Holy what? Huh? <laughs> Why am I even crying? And then I sat with that feeling yeah. and I delved deeper and I figured out. So people just think, oh, I'm just going to go. It's another form of exercise. It's so much more. You're showing up for yourself because yoga, it's a commitment. You have to be committed to wanting to, sorry, to want to do this. Mm -hmm. So you're showing up for yourself. You're being vulnerable because that was a big issue for me when I started yoga. I was like, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to look stupid. Right. I'm not going to look like those Instagram models who are just perfectly contorted into these postures. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just dropped it. I'm like, I don't care. And you made a very important point. My spiritual journey has taught me not to take myself too seriously. Mm -hmm. And it has taught me that we're all equal and we're all here just trying to figure it out. Yeah. So if you're going to judge me because I can't do something, that's fine. I I'll live you know, because we're all dealing with different things. And maybe I'm dealing with not being able to be as flexible as I want to be, you know? So it's showing up for yourself. It is committing to practicing. Um, and as I mentioned before, these yoga postures, you know, they can open up all wounds. We hold um, wounds in our bodies and they show up sometimes as an illness or a backache. Um, yeah. This is not discrediting, you know, it's time for you to go to the doctor if something is really plaguing you. But I'm just saying, you know, um, different postures teaches you something different about yourself and issues that you think you may have overcome, you know, they show up in your shoulder. Let's say you are doing a shoulder opener or you're doing a heart opener and you just start crying stick with that emotion and just kind of feel it because it's trying to tell you something. That is very, very true. What you're saying about, you know, traumas, wounds, things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. They actually get stuck in your body. And so my mother is a massage therapist. Yeah. And something that she has said is like when she's working on someone and it's an old injury, even, and she's working on that. A lot of times that person unconsciously will just start to talk about what happened to cause that injury, what pains, what things that they need to heal around it. And she, I'm like, she's, she's a healer in her own right. Whether yes. she's or not, she, because she she's working on releasing the exactly. tension and the pain that's there, she's getting deep within also your subconscious and, and releasing, you know, mm -hmm. those pains and things. And 
I was like, maybe you need to raise your prices because you're like a, you're like spiritually healing. No, she is. She is. You know what I mean? She is a healer. I mean. A healer um, with her hands. Yeah. Exactly. And and we take these things lightly, but we need so much healers in the world. We need healers right now, this time, this place. And what she is doing, she is contributing. Whether she's aware of this or not, or whether her clients are aware of this or not, but she is. Because as you said, we hold tension in our bodies. And sometimes when we think it's, you know, we're getting old or, you know, something is acting up. There is more. If we sit with that and we delve deep, we could figure out maybe that's an old wound, you yeah. know, some issue we had. So she is a healer. I definitely Absolutely. agree. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So that was, oh, I love bringing all that stuff up. <laughs> um, I wanted to give you a chance to, um, I asked you to bring a journal prompt or practice. Yeah. And I want you to go ahead and tell us about that, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. So um, my journal prompt was the best two gifts you can give to yourself are the gift of isolation and the gift of believing in yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, to further expand on that, um, we live in a world right now where we're afraid to be alone. But even though the collective conscious, we are realizing how important it is, you know, on the flip side, it is to spend time with ourselves. And I say these things because I've experienced them myself. Um, I grew up in a large family. I was always surrounded by people. I was always around my family until I left for school. And then um, when I left with my husband to move to this country, St. Kitts. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how much I needed isolation until I was presented with isolation. Mm. So um, it doesn't necessarily have to be um, you are presented with isolation. It's just making that available to you, like consciously saying, I'm going to isolate. Like, for example, um, I traveled recently to New York for a few weeks. And as much as I love New York with all my heart, it's a heavy place. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of buildings, you know, and a lot of for me, a lot of people <laughs> and a lot of different energies. And when I came back, I returned on Saturday and Lauren, I turned my phone off Yeah. Um, until Monday because energetically I was just so heavy and I felt it. Yeah. And I just shut down from the world for the entire week. Um, I had minimal conversation with family and friends because you have to take care of yourself and isolation from time to time. I'm not telling you to do this months on end because then it becomes a problem, but you have to take care of yourself. If you're not, we, we see it everywhere on all these websites. You got to take care of yourself. If your cup is too full, you know, you have to take, put into your cup so other people could benefit around you. And I shut down because I knew I wouldn't have been able to serve anybody coming from such a heavy environment. Yeah. You know, I love the place, but I'm not just, I'm not used to so many different energies and, you know, stuff like that. Um, so you have to, t- it's, it's an, the act, sorry, the, um, it's a means of self-care. Yeah. It's taking care of yourself, isolating. I think I mentioned this before. When you isolate, you, um, you discover so much about yourself you you're not polluted and I use this term loosely you know and respectfully you know um you're not polluted by the outside world you're not being fed different ideas and beliefs and you you get to think for yourself because you are with yourself um and it's important to do this from time to time I do it I withdraw from my reality um my external reality Quite often, like maybe once a month, I'll probably just withdraw because I need to get back to me. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out, okay, are these really my beliefs or is it because, you know, the people I surround myself with, yes. you know, so it helps funny. you to reevaluate and the gift of believing in yourself. Um, there's so many people I know and I was, am somewhat still this way. I don't give myself enough credit. Yes. I would have never been a meditation guide, a yoga teacher who would be officially certified soon if I didn't believe in myself. The opportunity presented itself to me. Um, she's one of my friends now. Her name is Kirby. 
mm-hmm. and she's from Canada. So funny. My the lady I work with here in St. Kitts at the yoga studio, she's from Canada. And my mentor, Sonia, she's from Canada as well. <laughs> <laughs> and she presented the opportunity for me. She followed my mommy blog and saw me speak about um, meditation once or twice. And I went to yoga class, sorry, one day. And she was like, hey, did you ever consider becoming a meditation teacher? I'm like, huh? Are you crazy? No, I've just been doing it for myself for the last few years. No, 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 no. Yeah. And I went home and I reflected. And I was like, Radon, why don't you do something different? Why don't you believe in yourself this time? Why don't you give yourself the chance? If you, if it goes wrong, it goes wrong. Another opportunity to learn, you know, people were in fear of rejection and it's understandable. We're in fear of uh, what other people's opinions are of us. There's so many things that we're in fear of, but once you step outside of that and you give yourself a chance, the universe loves when you take a leap of faith. Yes, it does. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes, it does. The moment you believe in yourself or the moment you jump, you'll always be supported. You know, I mean, of course, some decisions have to really be reflected upon. You know, some decisions are just not right for you and you will be guided um, accordingly. But even if it's wrong, just think of it as an opportunity to grow. You can't lose because win or lose, you're just going to grow. Stop Mm -hmm. thinking of everything as, oh, well, if I do this, it's going to be the end of the world. No, you're just going to learn something about yourself. You're going to learn not to do this again. You're going to learn how to better do this. It's a learning lesson, continuously. So believe in yourself. Um, um, As I said, the moment I believed in myself, the next day or the next time I went to class, I said to her, yes. And I was scared shitless. I was scared. Yeah, because now all these techniques that I've been um, building and you know taking under my wings, I know how to share it with other people, and that is a very vulnerable position to be in. Yeah, but I just didn't care because I said yes to myself, and look at me now. I am a meditation guy. A year ago, we would not be having this conversation. Yeah. I'm a yoga instructor. I am a wellness advocate for doTERRA, like all these things. Yeah. And it's because I said, yes, life started to unfold the moment I believed in myself. Yes. It's, it's like that. I I say that all the time. The moment you step outside your comfort zone, the world shifts around you. The universe loves to reward us. Yeah. universe is a yes universe. It wants to give you everything you want, but you have to be willing yeah. Step forward outside of the comfort zone. You cannot call more things in when you're stuck with a room full of furniture already. It can't bring any new furniture. There's no mm-hmm. room for it. You have to get rid of and clear out the things that no longer serve you mm-hmm. in order to make new room for new adventure and new excitement. And that's all it is. It's an adventure. There's no right or wrong here. No. Just an and adventure. We're stuck on that. We're stuck on, oh, is this right for me? Is this wrong? There's no right or wrong. There are just, um, somebody said this to me a few weeks back. You make decisions and then the universe um, reroutes to suit whatever decision you've made. Mm -hmm. So quit not believing in yourself. Give yourself the credit. And if you're by any chance stepping in the wrong direction, the universe will redirect your butt right back to your path. It does not matter. You will always end up where you're supposed to be. Absolutely. Um, All right. I want to give you a chance. You told me that you wanted to give a special offer to our listeners. So I want you to talk about that. And then um, after that, if you will tell us all the ways to find you online, where do you hang out? How do we connect with you? Website, any of that stuff too. Okay, great. Well, um, so I've given this some thought and I would like to offer the five persons that reach out to me that could be via Lauren's page or it could be my page for five persons. Um, I want to do a complimentary one-on-one guided meditation session. So how this would work, um, of course, you reach out to me and our first session would be 30 minutes and we'll just kind of chit chat. Let's just feel you out. You know, um, I'm very big on also um, the chakras. 
um, just ensuring that we have conversations about that, you know, how you feel about certain things, where you are now, where you want to be spiritually, if that is your desire. And then I will personally create a guided meditation that suits your needs, maybe about a particular situation or just where you are at currently in life. So I would love to offer that to five beautiful souls. Awesome. Want to just kind of step into high gear. That's amazing. That is such yeah. an amazing offer. And I know that those five thoughts will go quickly because why the heck not? It's free. I Try know. something different. If yes, exactly. Out there listening to this and like, I'm struggling with my meditation journey. Yeah. This is you a perfect opportunity. Yeah, it absolutely. Is. It is. And it's just, it's a way of helping you get into something. It's your choice if you want to keep it up. But as I said, it's complimentary. So you can't go wrong. Um, 30 minutes, we just kind of discuss. I go back to the drawing board, create something for you. And our second session will just kind of go through it and make sure it's a perfect fit for you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so, so nice of you to offer that. And then how do they find you if they want to get this meditation uh, session from you or just follow you online? Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Um, well, right uh, now I'm only doing have. Instagram. So okay, I do Instagram. Instagram at the moment. Um, it's hey underscore mama. So it's H E Y underscore M A M A and their number zero. And that's how you can find me. Um, my website, it's currently on the construction because I want to to revamp it, to reflect everything that I'm doing at this moment. Mm -hmm. But so let's just use my Instagram for now. And as I mentioned before, okay. if you feel more comfortable reaching out to Lauren um, yep. to contact me, I can shoot them so. your way. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you coming on today. I have loved our conversation. I have loved all of the things that we've spoken about. Um, it was just such a joy to have you. Um, so thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. I am grateful that we are in this time frame where we share space so we can show up for the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining in. And uh, if you want to jump in on one of Ray Dawn's meditation sessions, make sure that you're quick on your keyboards. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, my friends. That's it. That's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for sticking around, for listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode, if you're enjoying this podcast, please go and hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rating or a review and share it with your friends. I'll be eternally grateful to you.